Welcome to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, designed for mamas just like you who want to get unstuck and uncover what's holding them back. What if I told you it's not too late, that you could chase after the dream that's been on your heart for so long and stop waiting for someday? You have the power to create the life you really want and release the need for perfectionism, comparison, and people-pleasing. I'm here to show you that when you show up as the most authentic version of yourself, you inspire others to do the same. And guess what? The most amazing part is watching yourself grow in the process. As a life coach for purpose-driven, ambitious mamas, I understand that it starts with the first step, the one just outside our comfort zones and what it means to let go of who you think you should be while embracing every single part of who you truly are. So are you ready to be inspired as a mama? Let's do this. I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, episode 90, Stop Saying the B Word. Hey, mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Weekly Podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode. I had a lot of fun naming this episode, Stop Using the B Word. And we are going to get into that in just a few minutes. But I just want to say that if you are new, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by. I say this quite often, but I feel like it was no accident that you landed here today. I think you were meant to find this episode, and I hope that it speaks to you right where you are, and I believe you're going to get so much value out of today's episode. And buckle up, because we're talking about saying the B word and how it is stealing your peace as a mama doing all the things. You're homeschooling, you're raising your kiddos, maintaining your marriage, and maybe building a business from home. So essentially, you are trying to keep your physical and mental homes from crumbling to the ground. So today, the B word, right? You might actually hear the B word from people you meet at the grocery store, or it might even drop from the lips of a family member when you're talking to them about your life. And heck, even your kid's teacher might call you the B word. And you're probably thinking, okay, Jess, just spill it already. (laughs) What is that B word you're talking about? And it's probably not the one you're thinking of. The one I'm talking about today and the one we all need to stop saying and using in our lives is the word busy. My son just recently got done with school But a couple of weeks ago, I took my son to one of his classes. And of course, as always, when I get to a place, I have to go to the bathroom. And I took my daughter in there with me. And one of his teachers, she looks at me and she says, you are one busy mama. And of course, this teacher doesn't know our life outside of me just taking him to school. I mean, she obviously knows I homeschool, but she doesn't really know that I run a business. I help my husband to run two other businesses. So her thought alone is solely based on what she sees from the outside. Me being a homeschool mom with a baby at home and her thought, you are such a busy mama, had me thinking, you guys. I thought about her comment all day long as I went about the normal routine and I had the same question coming up for me. What do I think? Am I a busy mama? 
I homeschool. I host a podcast. I help my husband with his two businesses. I'm building a business of my own. I have a seven-year-old and a seven-month-old baby at home. I clean the house. I have a dog. I read books. I take online classes. I listen to podcasts. I prepare most of the meals every single day. Aside from my husband's meals, he's carnivore, so he pretty much can just whip up his own meals at home. And so maybe to you, that does seem like a full day, or you're probably thinking, lady, you don't even know what busy really truly is. But I had to think about it for a little while, and I don't often use the word busy to describe my life. I have a lot going on, yes, but I don't consider myself to be busy. I do sometimes struggle with thoughts like I don't have enough time or maybe like we're doing homeschool and I find myself saying, let's just get this done so we can move on. But I don't really use the word busy to describe my day-to-day life. And maybe for you, just hearing that I homeschool on top of some of the other things, maybe that triggered you in some way. Or you find yourself saying, wow, she must be so busy. But that's the funny thing about our brains. When we see or hear a list of things we need to do or get done, it suggests to us that it's too much or we don't have the time to do it all. So in response to that, our remedy to get it all done is that we spend our days in a hurry and urgently moving to the next thing on our list to accomplish all that we set out to do. And you can bet, I'm sure that if you are a list maker, I am more of a mental list keeper, you can bet that if we don't conquer it all and we can't get it all done, because let's be real, do we ever get it all done? No, because life happens and there's always something else that comes up, right? But we get to the end of the day and we maybe have a few things on that list that we didn't get to or we didn't finish it all up. We feel terrible and we beat ourselves up about it, right? I think For me, I had to realize that doing laundry every single day was just too overwhelming. So I stopped doing laundry every single day and it just switched to like every other day or a couple of times a week. And it just is so much better, you guys. I used to feel like, and I feel like this is a collective thought, we believe that being busy is a way to measure our days and our lives. And so being busy and doing all the things becomes our default way of life. Busy is what we've been taught. We believe it to be true that as a culture, as a society, unless you're busy, that we have some skewed reality that we're not actually producing the kind of results that we should be in our lives. And when we ask people in our family, cashiers at the grocery store, mamas in Facebook groups, people from church, and our neighbors even, many of us will ask the question, how are you? I am willing to bet that nine times out of 10, the go-to response is now busy. I did an episode two years ago, episode number three, and I just re-released it as episode 86, and it's titled, No, Really, How Are You? Talking about how we barely scratch the surface with knowing how we truly really feel deep down and how we are really doing at our core. Because it used to be 
when we would ask or get asked, how are you? And yes, I still get and give the same response. It's a resounding, I'm good, I'm fine, or I'm busy. But there's just this overwhelming sense of busyness that I just feel the world has taken on. And it seems to just be the reality for everybody. But just because it's a reality for everyone else in the world, or all the homeschool moms, building businesses, busy taking their kids here and there to different sports and doing all the things, it doesn't have to be your reality. Because here is the secret. Busy is a mindset. It's a thought in your mind. The other secret, I'm not busy because I choose to think otherwise. And you don't have to be busy either because it's a result of thinking that you're not enough, you're not doing enough, and it's a thought that unless you're constantly doing something, then you must be lazy, right? And that is simply not true. Busy becomes a belief that we're in a race to get things done faster and faster instead of slowing down to enjoy where we are. And I call this race living life on fast forward. Living life on fast forward includes rushing and hurrying to check off the next thing because we believe that to be productive means doing more and more. And pretty soon, being in constant motion becomes the only way of life that we know. But in living this way, you guys, in doing more and more and more things, we put off the things that mean the most to us, the dreams we have, the people we love, and the humans that we are, right? And we wait. Lots and lots of waiting is happening in our lives. We cling so tightly to that word, but it's a different kind of waiting that I'm talking about here. It's the kind, the one, the one seen as reserved for someday. When we check off all the boxes, we've done all that we could do during the day, and we run ourselves into the ground, and we hope that once it's all done and we've deemed ourselves productive, it's then we get to feel better. Then we get to rest. But this kind of weight that we're putting off for someday It's the one that we long for, you guys. It's the pause we so desperately need from a life on fast forward to stop and say, this can wait and rewind it back and do what's truly important to us. Something that came up to me and kept coming up to me as I was kind of planning for this episode is the fact that we can't even wait at a three to five minute red light without pulling out our phones and scrolling And I see this all the time. I will literally pull up to a red light and right next to me in the car, someone will be on their phones. Like, seriously, we can't even wait that long? And you guys, we constantly put what matters most to us, the people, the dreams, and even ourselves. We wait and they get pushed to the bottom of the list until we have the time or the energy or the focus. And we get so caught up in the busy work We forget about the real work of our lives. Now, I did mention this before in episode 80, where I shared my struggle with the thought, I don't have enough time. And in those moments, you know, like racing out the door and hurrying to get everybody in the car, like, hurry, hurry, we've got to go. We've got to get brother to school. 
it was so frantic. I was spinning in my head with all these different types of thoughts like, okay, we got to get there. We got to get there. Oh my gosh, we got to leave. Holy crap. You're not going to be on time and you're going to have to run into the classroom and all those things. And I was literally just so worried about it the entire drive there that I missed out on moments where I could have been connecting and talking with my son or we could have had the radio on and just had the windows down and just be having a lot of fun singing and kind of dancing around. But instead, I was just in my head. But this pause to be able to rewind it back for yourself is going to give you that space to be like, okay, is this even worth really worrying about? It's going to be all right. We're going to figure this out. And to be completely honest, our drives to school are usually the ones that are the most peaceful and calm because my daughter just loves to sleep on the way there in her car seat. So I completely missed the opportunity to connect because I was in my thoughts. And when we are in a constant state of overwhelm and exhaustion, we're just worried about getting to the next thing and we're not pausing to stop and enjoy what's happening around us. And that brings me to a question that author John Mark Comer poses in his book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's a part of his book where he's kind of talking about how he feels when he is overwhelmed and stressed out and on edge and he's quick to snap at those he loves and he's in this state of hurry and being rushed to the next thing. And he poses this question and I just want you guys to also maybe consider this for your own lives. And the question is, why am I in such a rush to become someone I don't even like? And that question, that part of his book just struck me so hard because it's so true, right? When we are busy just trying to get from one thing to the next and checking off boxes and feeling hurried and rushed, we're not ourselves. We aren't showing up as the best version of ourselves in that moment. And you can take the example of me in the car just stewing in my thoughts. I was probably saying some not so choice words to my son at that time. And I was probably quick to snap as well. So I want you guys to ask yourself that question too. If you feel like your life is just go, 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 go all the stinking time. Why am I in such a rush to become someone I don't even like? That is some food for thought today. Definitely a great question to ask yourself if you're feeling that sense of busyness. And if there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, it is this. Busyness doesn't have to be part of just doing it all, of juggling it all. The homeschool, building the business, the housework, raising your kids. You can make the choice and the decision to change your mind that you don't want to be busy anymore. You don't want to think that you're busy anymore. Because here's the thing. We fill our days with things that we think are meaningful, but maybe they're just not. We're looking outside of ourselves. We're looking at how everyone else is doing their life and running their business and homeschooling their children, that we don't even stop to think that there could be another way, that we don't have to follow the norms for any area of our life. We get to choose how we do things. We get to create our own way. And here's the other truth. The B word, B-U-S-Y, steals so much of our peace 
so much of that calm and stillness that we long for because it begs for us to go, go, go all the time and do more and consume more and be like this coach and be like this mom and homeschool like she does and run your business like her over here. It wants us to do all the things, but busy at the end of the day distracts us from creating the life that feels so much better to our own humanness, we'll say, (laughs) and what matters most, our time, energy, and attention. There is a quote by Nassim Nicholas Taleb that says this, what fools call wasting time is most often the best investment. And I think there's so much truth to this quote, because I feel like we're under the impression and we fall into the trap that if we aren't busy, then we must be lazy or that we could be making better use of our time. But then that also begs the question, what if slowing down isn't time wasted, but time well spent? What if the elimination of busy gives us the intentional pause we need to stop living life on fast forward? Give ourselves space to understand the life we really want is right in front of us. We just have to lift up our head, open up our eyes, and be able to see it. Because it's that life we really want, and it's the one with the peace and the presence we crave. But also that it's on the other side of actually believing that it's possible. So I want to leave you with this today, friends. I want you to really think about your daily life and the things that you are doing and the person you are being when you're doing these things. And as I mentioned last week in episode 89, you have to ask yourself, why? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? Do you truly care about those things? Are you chasing other people's goals and dreams and their ideas versus your own? Ask yourself what your own definition of a success is. Does that definition of a success include every single thing that you're doing in your life? I'm willing to bet the answer is no. And lastly, if you feel something is off or that something is missing, I want you to consider that could it be you haven't taken a step back to stop and think, am I really doing the things that are aligned with my values? And lastly, I want you to consider that maybe your worth and value isn't about what you can tackle today or who you think you should be, but it's in who you truly are and what matters most to you. Okay, friends, that's what I have for you in episode 90 of the Inspired Weekly Podcast. Stop saying the B word. And hey, I get it. I used to believe that in order to be successful or worthy or valuable in my life, that I had to be doing all the things. But when we try to do all the things and we show up from a place of overwhelm and stress, we're not doing any of these things very well. So it's important that you as a mom, rewind it back for yourself until you find what works for you. A rhythm and that feeling of, hey, I got this. We can do this. We can figure it out. Consider it like a playlist that speaks to your heart. So many times we have these old songs on the playlists in our minds and they're not serving us anymore. They're outdated. We need to create a brand new playlist where you can officially say, yes, that's my jam. All right, friend, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. As always, mama, 
Here's to getting out there to chase that dream, creating the life you really want, practice not saying the B word, inspiring other mamas to do the same, and watching yourself grow in the process. Thanks for tuning in, friend, and I'll catch you in the next one.